Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the NACF Podcast, coming from our central campus with Pastor Erica Sievers Brooks. And on today's episode, we talk about your reign. You should be reigning in every area of your life. And if you're not, you got to ask yourself, why not? version of course Ephesians 6 and 13 and just a few words in the in the 14th verse and then Philippians I'm getting a little bit of feedback and Philippians 14 and 13 now y'all know God to give us these scriptures and like Pastor Ari said we can almost just uh, the, the amplified is so good it don't need nothing else added to it half the time 
So let's read together. Therefore, put on the complete, y'all hear that? The complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious, so stand firm and hold your ground. I am ready for anything. Am I at the right place? I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens me and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Let's read that again. I need y'all to think about everything and anything in your life as you read this scripture. Let's start again. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens me and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient and in Christ's sufficiency. You may have your seats. Our thought today is real simple. It's just your reign. Your reign. I ain't get my hashtag on there. My hashtag, I love them, right? Yes, you can. <laughs> I got you, too. Yes, you can. Now, when God first said this to me, y'all know I thought about uh, the clumps, right? Yes, you can. Last week, Pastor... And I'm glad she did it because when God gave me this word, I was like, man, God, I don't like, you know, beating all the folks' kids. But Pastor got home kids last week. She got us all talking about the discipline of yourself. How many of y'all left here last week different than you can? All right, that's, that's about how many people do discipline, too. So we... <laughs> Y'all like, mm-hmm, I, I heard it, but I ain't do nothing about it. Shame on you, because that's where you're going to get your head beat to the white beat today. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, I, I really want you all, I feel such a, a heavy urge to push and, and, and to say it again and to give more opportunity for us to really get what God is saying, not just down in our spirit, but moving in our lives. In, in prayer week for November, we uh, God spoke a, a, a word and told us to, to for a group of us. Now, it could have been all of us. This is what I found out when God told me. This could have been all of us. But not all of us are willing. Man. Man, this is a hard word already. Not all of us are willing. God spoke and said, now, now it's already a, a small number of people that commit to coming to prayer. And then of that group of people, God said, let's go back to Eden. I really have a blessing that I need my people to learn how to live under. Yeah, quiet. I got a blessing that I really need my people to learn to live under. Parah. Rob 
Baba, Male, Kapash, Rada. How many of you are really ready for the blessing of God? How many of you are really ready to walk in your brain? Are you really ready to walk in your brain? So I start reading this book again. And Sabrina, I start reading it, and I was like, God, this sounds like a whole bunch of good life to me. Hallelujah. It sounds like a whole bunch of goodness to me. And I feel like I'm doing pretty good in, in a lot of areas, but there's some areas that I ain't doing no good in. How about that? And I told God, isn't it good enough? Hallelujah. Isn't my life good enough where it is? Isn't what I'm doing in the agency good enough? I tithe. I tithe, yup, I sure do. I give, I sow seed. I'm pouring into the lives of young people all over, whenever I can, however I can. I said, God, isn't what I'm doing raining? Ain't the rain that I got going over here good enough to cover? Can't the mist of it just kind of cover what I ain't doing well? Oh, man, y'all gonna make it hard. Like it's okay to just make it here. 
uh, y'all say, uh, I made it to church. I made it there before the praise and worship was over. <laughs> Men and women of God, God is calling you. He's calling your life to a place of rain. Yes, yes, the yes. word in and of itself speaks of consistency. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. I want you to know that God has called you to rain, not just in one particular area of your life. And here's the other thing. God didn't just call some of us to reign. All right. Because some of y'all are good as long, as long as they get church and service going and as long as they do the, the warfare in the atmosphere, I'm good. Ooh. There go that rat and that cotton. As long as somebody else is making what needs to happen happen, you are just as good to come in here and sit and get, but I am here to tell you that God has called you to a life of reigning. It is not enough anymore. It's not enough anymore to only do this piece of it. It's not enough of it. it it's not enough anymore for you just to come. God has called us to a place and we can't reach there because all of our pieces aren't in place. So this morning, I've come to share with you what God said to me and for us to make some moves. So last week we found out that we needed to say no, we needed to support no, and we needed to seal no. So I'm so glad that God gave me this word before Pastor preached yesterday, last week because I just kind of got a chance to, to piggyback off of some of the things that she said. Men and women of God, God is so concerned about you. He's not just concerned about what you're giving. He's concerned about how you're living. God is concerned about the things that hurt you, the things that trip you up. He's concerned about everything in your life. God wants to know that you're okay. He wants you to be okay. He wants you to live well. I have, I'm telling y'all, we have gotten into this mindset that we got this group of people over here and they got it going on and they can do it, but I'm good if I just get something. Leave it to the strong people to do that. That's, that's a fallacy, you guys. That's a fallacy. Let me just leave it to the person that, that already has it, that's already doing it. That God said, I am calling you. I am asking you to rule. I'm asking you to reign. So kind of, what does that look like? What does it look like? It looks like saying yes. It looks like supporting yes. It looks like sealing yes. Y'all put my other thing on the screen for me. It looks like saying yes. It looks like supporting yes. It looks like sealing, yes. On this back wall for me, Raquel, if you want, guys will put the, 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 both of them up. Here's what God told me to tell you today. Last week, you said no. Right? right? Yes. This week, he says, you, you said no, you made up your mind. He said, I want you to do the same thing with yes. You said no, you made up your mind, I want you to say yes. And I still want you to make up your mind. 
God said, I want you to commit to me, to tell me. Yes, he said, I want you to make a decision. Give me an answer. Give me a response. Acknowledge my will in your life. Acknowledge my way in your life. Make an agreement. Yes, God, I'm going to pray. Y'all, this is so simple. Yes, God, I am going to stay in the fight. Yes, God, I'm going to eat right. Yes, God, I am going to fast. Yes, God, I am going to, to yes, God. Yes. It's so simple. Hallelujah. Or is it? He said, I want you to support yes. And last week, Pastor said, support your no and draw the line. Here's where I stand. I'm, this is what I'm just, no, no. And God said, draw the line. Give yourself a standard, ladies and gentlemen. God said, give yourself some expectation. Here is what I am going to do. Now, let me share something. I don't think I'm going Honey, I'm going to say something I didn't tell you. Okay, so. Yes, I said yes, yes, yes. I, I, had, I had some things come up in, in the business, had to move and do some things, so I couldn't take a paycheck home a couple, a few weeks ago. You know that, I already told them that. But what I didn't say is because I had already told God, yes, despite not being able to take a paycheck home, I had to support my yes and still pay my tithes. All right, come on, come on, come on. This, this word is so simple, but this is where we all fall up. If you are going to support your yes, you got to make a way. You have to start giving yourself a standard, giving yourself an expectation. You are a child of the king. Children of the king don't hang out in the hood. I never seen. I ain't right with the commonest slumming. You, you have to begin to support yes. So for some of us, that's when we go to the grocery store, buy those vegetables, buy those fruit. Randy said, Erica, please stop buying pineapple because you let them go bad. I have to keep supporting my yes, and I have to keep buying and putting things in place. What do you have in place to support your yes? Have you made a change in your work schedule? To make it to church, not to be so tired, to get up at a, a decent time to do your prayer, to, to be in a place to, to, to get your just one. Have you done what it takes to support? Yes. Or are you still just showing up on Sunday? Now you're going to support your no by giving it a boundary. Now support your yes by giving it an expectation and a standard. So I went out and bought an elliptical machine. What? Okay. I'm going to just tell on me. And I think it's in Randy's office. Now, now I'm telling y'all, I'm telling on myself because I'm telling on y'all too. Because there's some stuff you said, I'm going to say yes to this and I'm going to support yes. And that's where it ended. And I'm going to tell you what God told me. He said, when you say yes and you support yes, but you don't seal yes, you're showing up to the gunfight with a knife. It 
it needs to be. And this is where we all falter and we all mess up because we get so caught up in a moment and we're saying yes and, 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 and we're going to support the yes, God. I'm giving you, I'm putting my cigarettes on the altar. I'm putting my lying, cheating ways on the altar. I'm not going to backstab no more. I'm not going to purify my thoughts. And we do all this stuff to support yes. And then we go home. And we live the way that we always lived because we don't seal yes. That's right, that's right. Two things. Yes, yes. God said when you seal yes, you got two key components. And as I read this book, this is kind of where this came from. And Pastor talked about it last week. The kibosh part of this blessing is to subdue. So we like to subdue it, you know. I love to walk around with a big old just what's one of them English bulldogs. Just ugh. I'd love to have one of them suckers on a on a leash and you know just be. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But I tell you what I don't want to do is to radar. And that is to maintain that big old ugly dog that I like. We like the way it looks. But we don't like the maintenance of it. And this was probably one of the hardest things for me to, to settle my mind on talking to you guys about today. And that is the maintenance of the life of reigning. And that's what we're going to sit our hat on today. There is a maintenance that you got to do if you're going to have the reign of God in your life. And here's kind of how it goes. Two core components. You have your you 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 have to, to you have to have a core and you have to have a commitment. If you are going to seal your yes, you have to have a core and you have to have a commitment. And here's what God said. We are so accustomed to feeling better that we don't ever live better. You're so accustomed to feeling better that you don't live better. I was sick a little bit earlier this week. Randy went, ran out and got me some orange juice. My mom's calling. You know, my mom is so serious about this, y'all. She put that mask on and she kind of peeked in my room, came in, you know, you feel, all right, all right. Let me see you, you know, that kind of thing. But he, he went out and got me that stuff, got me some Vicks and all this kind of stuff. And y'all, I took it until I felt better. I laid down one day just because and, and I got up just because I started feeling better. But I need y'all to know that in your walk with Christ, you're doing the same thing. I'm going to come to prayer until I feel better. I'm going to, to get up and do the worship that I'm supposed to do until I feel better. I'm going to pay my tithes until I feel better. I'm going to give up this addiction until I feel better. But how many of us are really committed, committed to being better? The difference between feeling better and being better is the consistency of the commitment. It's the consistency of the things in your life. This is such a hard message to preach, but I'm telling you, if you get it down, you can really reign in the areas of your life that you've been struggling with. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. It is about being better. 
atmosphere, I feel the opposition. I'm never going to beat this. I'm never going to have better than I have. I'm never going to stop struggling with anxiety. I'm never going to stop struggling with overeating. I'm never going to stop struggling with lust. I'm never going to stop struggling with pornography. I'm never going to stop struggling with being judgmental. You have to stop saying that and commit your way to the Lord. God said, I don't want you to come to church and just feel better. I want you to be better. To be better. That is to live a life of existence in a better place. That means I'm not just praying because I got this devil on my back. I'm praying because that's who I am. I'm not just giving because I got a stimulus check. I'm giving because that's who I am. I'm not just fasting because this struggle is too much and I can't go to work because of this struggle. I'm fasting because that's who I am. God is calling us to a consecrated life. He's calling us to be better. And here's the other thing. We have to get on top of these things in our life. And I, I couldn't go, I couldn't get that. I wanted to get that little, it's called a wobbler. It has the ball. It's that workout machine that has the platform and then it has a ball. And I'm going to tell you why I didn't do it because I, I, I didn't get it early enough in the week and I didn't want to fall up here while I was talking to y'all. But God said, I am calling you to stay on top of these things in your life. And the way to stay on top of it, if you look at that wobbler, you stay on top of it, you get on it, and you balance. Yeah. And the way to stay on top is to have a strong core. Yes, yes, yes. And God is calling you to have a strong core. You cannot get where you're going doing what you're doing. Ooh, heavy. You cannot get where you're going doing what you're doing. God has called you to a different place. He's called you to reign in your life, and you have to do it. I can't do it for you. Pastor can't do it for you. Your sister can't do it for you. Your brother can't do it for you. You have got to reign in the things that God has called you to reign in. There are gifts and callings that are sitting in this church, and we're not as far as we could be because you won't stop and reign over your own life. God, we need some we, we need some teachers in here. We need some more people that are on the prayer team that are doing warfare. We need some more people to commit to being a part of the work of the ministry. You cannot sit in the same place and reign. God is calling you to come out and to do something different, to be something different, to have something different. And the only way that it's going to go from a saying yes to a sealed yes is by what you do at home. How strong is your core? How strong is your prayer? How consistent is your worship? How determined is your reading of the word? The biggest piece of this, you guys, and this is what God showed me in my own walk, is that I get so busy doing that I get further and further away from him. God is the only way that you're going to make it to reign in your own life. Amen. 
God is the only way that you're going to get the opportunity to reign in your own life, to reign over generational curses, to reign over depression, to reign over ugly, ugly sicknesses and, and disease. God said, I am your core. I am your connection. I need you to stay on top of this stuff. So here's how this goes. Church happens. You hear a word. That's me. Come up on the altar. Yes, God. Yes, God. God gives you the power and the strength in that moment to make it. We leave it right where we get it. We don't take it home. We don't massage it. We don't activate it. We don't listen to the word again. We just go back. And, 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 and we, we're not going back with renewed strength. God said, what I am putting in you, what I am calling you to, needs to be taken to your house and you need to walk on it. It's, it's, it's nice. It's, it's easy when you get up here and you say stuff and you do stuff. And, but when it comes Tuesday at 10.15 in the morning and you get a phone call when it comes Thursday 6 o'clock in the evening and you've been working all day and you still need to take care of your family and you get and, and this happens and, and then you go to work Friday and, and your boss says well we can't keep you any longer where are you? What do you have to walk on? What are you reigning in? Reigning isn't just about the success you see, it's about the mindset that you have and God is calling you, men and women of God, to reign. God is calling you to reign in your life, not just over what is happening in a moment, but for what is happening ongoing. And here's how we we falter. We start. We start. We strong. Okay, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna take the word. I'm just not gonna, you know, I'm gonna come on the altar, get what I need, and then I'm gonna go home. And so you're on your little machine, right? And this, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna strengthen my core. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna I'm gonna worship. And then life happens, and we fall down. Get up. Get up. Get up. I said, God, it really can't be that easy. He said, it really is that easy. The easiest, the, 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 one of the most familiar things the devil does is he gets us knocked off of our, off our game. And then we just stay where we are. This is kind of what God showed me. Let me, let me, let me show y'all this. Uh, Randy, Kev, Mom. No, you're not feeling that. Well, come on. Faithy, come here. This is what y'all don't see. We fall down, so I'm going I'm to I'm fall down. I'm off with this. I didn't, I didn't fail down, right? Oh, Lord, I can't do it. The devil was saying, oh, no, you sure can't. You fell down again. This ain't no good. And what we don't see in the spirit realm is this, is... Okay, God, I'm going to get back up because this is what you called me to do. This is who you called me to be. Everything that is supporting you, God said, you don't see all the spirits behind you that once you falter and you fall, all the spiritual beings that when you make the decision to get back up, that are there to get you to stand in support. And now the next time this happens, I have the 
far because I have called them my support, I've called them my help, I made a decision to stand and to maintain and to build my core. So even when things get really rocky and really tough, I don't have to fall as far as I fell before. I still have all of this support with me. Do you see the angels and the support that God has called to stand with you? If you Be 
come nowhere on these notes. When we think about lifers, I thought about Nikki. Nikki and I have been friends since teenagers. And there's some things that I, I mean, that I just think I could, if I needed to go and lay in Nikki's bed because I didn't feel good and I couldn't make it to my house, I think I could go to her house and just be in her bed and nobody be there. There's a commitment that goes beyond time, whew, circumstances, and situations. All right. When we think about lifers, generally we think about somebody that's committed a crime and they ain't going to jail and they ain't never coming back. Here's what God says. If you're a lifer, you are there until it's the last place you see. It's the last place you see. It's, it's the, 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 the last place they see is where they have been committed to. Lifers, is where they are is the last place they see. It, it, it is where they're committed to. They are going nowhere else. Do you understand that God has called you to reign? And until it is what he said, you can go nowhere else. You can go. You can't go back into that world. You can't go back into those addictions. You have to stay the course and commit to it until it becomes what he says. And then when it becomes what he says, still do that. Because God told me it's some of us in here that are reigning. And the reason we get knocked off is because once we see what we want to see, we stop. It's the easiest way to get God. The easiest way to get God is to stop paying attention. So we have to be aggressive about what we're doing. We have to be aggressive in our pursuit, in our attention, in our allegiance to what God has called you to. If he called you to a life of prayer, men and women of God, don't stop praying. Know that the devil is going to attack your time and your attention when it comes to prayer. If God has called you to a life of wealth, know that the devil is going to attack your finance. Don't stop doing until you get it. Until, until. This is what you're going to do for life. For life. This is a commitment for life. God is calling us to stand there for after you've done everything to stand, stand. When it's good to you, stand. When it's bad to you, stand. When you want to stand, stand. When you want to sit down, stand. When you want to give up, stand. When you want to run, whatever you do, men and women of God, the way to seal your yes comes in what you do outside of these walls. What you do when you take your suit off. What you do when your kids say something crazy to you. When they're not behaving. When your money ain't right. When your body ain't right. God said, I'm asking that you would just stand. Will you stay right here? The struggle to stay is better than staying stuck. Your struggle to stay in the will of God is better
better than going back to what it was. You have to begin to make familiar the area of reigning in your life. Hear me, women, men and women of God. I speak to you prophetically today. God said if you would stay in place. Yay. If you would stay in place. The rain in your health the rain in your finance, the rain in family relationships, the rain over your own mind, the rain, God said, is right there. I just need you to stay. I have called you to this place. You're stronger than you give yourself credit for. It's already worked out. You just can't see it. God said, stay right here. so good in 
this area. So today, if you're saying, I'm doing okay over here, but I still know that there's more that I can do. You all, God has really called you to reign. The bigger push I feel this morning is for people that are tired. And we've been, we talked about this a few months ago. But God said, will you allow me to be your partner? Let him be the peace you need. Let him be the strength you need. Let him be the idea you need. Let him be the energy you need. Let him be the do it again. That's our service for today. God bless you that have listened in on live stream. God bless all of you that may come at another time and listen to this. We would love to be your church family. We would love to have you be a part of what God is doing at New Antioch Christian Fellowship. And for those of you that are here in the building, I know um, that uh, we're a little later than we usually are, but we have to give time for God. Time belongs to God. And we give him as much time to do as whatever he needs to do. Amen. So if you are not saved, if you have not made that first step to dedicate your life to God, pray this prayer with me right now. I know I'm talking to somebody that's been waiting for this moment to say, what do I do now? I feel something. I feel God calling me. What do I do now? This is what you do now. Repeat this prayer after me. And if you're listening by live stream, repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Come into my heart. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. Save me, and I'll live for you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we believe that you have really been born again. If you really had the heart and believe what you just said, that you are now ready for your walk with God. We'd like to be in this walk with you. If you would do two things for me, if you're listening by live stream, if you would put in the comment section that you prayed that prayer today, there's a book that I want you to have called Salvation 101, Being Saved, and it will explain to you what's, what happened to you and your next steps. Uh, please put that in there, or you can go to newantioch.org, go to the connect button, and let them know you want to be a member. Give us your information that you want to be a member, or that you want to be part of one of our community groups, or that you would like uh, just us to connect with you. You would like that book. If you're here in the building, and you prayed that prayer, and you, and you really prayed it either for real this time or for the first time, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. I want to see Amen, amen, amen. We already got you, Andre. This young man right here. There is a double door uh, right at the back of the sanctuary. Matter of fact, they're pointing you now. Let the, they're going to talk to you and give you that information. Everybody say amen. 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 God bless you, man of God. Looking forward to meeting you. And anyone that wants to join, and you already saved and you want to join, you know this should be your church home, same thing. Between those double doors, there's a room there. They're waiting for you. And just on your way out, say, I'm ready to be a member of this church. I know that God is taking me to another place. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. 
That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at nuantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus. Or for Central Campus, that's New Antioch Central at 77977.